We live? Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. We have with us Robert Whitaker and Mr. Eli Hedges, TAFE extraordinaire and podcast bandit. (laughs) I think we're experiencing technical difficulties again. We're experiencing technical difficulties again. Check your phone. Someone check their phone. I'll check my phone to see we're if we're on, people. We're on. We're on. It's green. Green lights to go. All right. Excellent. Okay. Um, I guess let's start. Let's start by having a chat about um, the UFC in Adelaide. You were at the UFC in Adelaide. How was, was that? It was. Um, so yeah, no, it was good. The, the UFC gets uh, is getting great reception in, in you know across the country nowadays. Um, the the UFC in Adelaide was was no exception to that. There was a lot of fans there. It was a uh, Good atmosphere. The hotel was great. Saw the fighters; they all look good. Um, the city of Adelaide is actually beautiful. Like um, I've been there a couple of times. City now. of churches. Yeah. Well, tripping me out. Um, yeah, it's a, a beautiful city. It, it was at the same time they uh, they lit the tree in the in the park across the road. The big Christmas tree, the massive Christmas oh. tree. It's like a half the size of the Sydney one. But um, I thought you were saying they <laughs> lit it on fire. No, 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 they just they just turned it on. This isn't Ballina. How were the fights? What did you think of the fights, Rob? Like, what, of, uh, like, let's talk about, let's let's go from Jimmy Crute through. What did you think of those fights, or any others that you want to speak about specifically? Yeah, I think I think uh, props to Jimmy Crute. He, um, oh, like you could see his nervousness. You could see the, uh, I guess you could see the the show affecting him when he was walking out to the way he was fighting. But he he managed to just get through that that phase of it. Uh, out scramble a lot of the takedowns you know just not trying any flashy things not going crazy not going ballistic just just did what he needed to do to to take away that win you know and um i was really happy to see he got a submission win at the end and um and yeah you know props to him and his team how much can the nerves change it for someone oh it's it's night and day like a guy uh, who's experiencing nervousness walking in there and then maybe anxiety or anxiousness like they're they're prone Two things can happen. They're, they're going to hesitate with, and second guess a lot of the things that they've been working up to that point. Um, their brain shuts off. You, you're not thinking clearly. You're kind of, like I said, you're second guessing yourself a lot. You're, you're hesitating to go in. You're not doing a lot of, the, lot of what you should be doing. Or you just you go out there and you just bum rush. You just go straight forward. You, go, you get overexcited. You throw too much in on the first exchange, and, which can you know, often, often be kind of a game changer. What what do you think of the fights in general? There, what do you think of um, any of those fights? Marks, Bam Bams, Tyson's. Well, obviously, been a uh, a supporter of old Australians. You're, you're frustrated with the Mark Hunt one, but if I was fighting Mark Hunt, that's what you would do. If I was coaching someone to fight Mark Hunt, I want to see you fight Mark. I want to see you keep him do. at the end of your jab. You wouldn't want to engage with him, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. get into a, a fist fight with him, so you. Stay on the outside. Props to Willis because yeah. he fought that so smart. He fought it very, very, very smart. You see the you see the cut open up on uh, on Mark's shin. But that opens yeah. up a lot on yeah. Mark and yeah. other fights as well. Like I, I was sitting ringside, I could see the wound open. <laughs> it was yeah. gross. Do you know what 
Did he, he had a big staph infection on that same leg. Was that the yeah, I don't know. earlier in not, his career? Not too, not too sure, not too sure. Yeah, but um, I think he fought the fight, do you know what I mean, really smart. I think, it, and then the Brazilians, they look like they've, they really came back strong. I thought they were at the end of their career. They looked super good, didn't they? Oh, um, Shogun and yeah, yeah, especially with that, that Shogun fight. The, um, the only, if I had to sum up that whole fight for, for Shogun, which is experience... He, he took some bombs off Pedro. Yeah, he took some. Yeah, he took a lot of hard shots. You know, Pedro was doing very well, keeping him at a range, and then getting inside and and landing those 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 strikes. I um, you know, it's funny though. The 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 shot that wobbled Shogun to where I thought, oh well, this guy's done, was actually the headbutt when when they when they exchanged in in one of the in the yeah, first. Yeah, hit him with a headbutt. Yeah, headbutt. Oh, yeah, yeah, and wobbled him bad. Like Shogun was not there for a while, and then he took some other big shots. But then, I think it was a failed takedown attempt, or did, did Shogun turn it and t- took took Tyson down? I, I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly how it happened. What are you talking about? How did the headbutt happen? No, no. The, how did Shogun survive that round? Yeah, I think uh, they scrambled, and I think Tyson ended up on the bottom. Yeah. Mm, that's no, he ended up going for that. But did he go for that Kimura? Was it? He America? did go for the yeah. Kimura. Yeah. Was it not? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how he ended up on the bottom. Yeah. Because that that that's what um. Got Shogun out of that first, and then Shogun. That's when you, the, the experience of Shogun started coming through, and you started seeing, okay, he's doing the right things. He, he went for the takedown. He got the control. Shogun's jujitsu is really high level too. Yeah, he's very very good jujitsu. <laughs> Both high, he and his level. brother. Both so he and his brother. What what happened with the end exchange? Do you know what it was? Was it a knee, an ankle? Because it was like something went out for Pedro, um, wasn't it? I wasn't. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> when um. When Pedro was was getting up, and and Shogun had like the back, he kicked out his left leg. He kicked out his left leg to try and take him backwards, take him back to the mat. And uh, once he, when he kicked out that leg, Tyson did his ACL in his other leg. Now, don't this isn't hard knowledge. <laughs> like this is this is this just based off your medical experience. Yeah, this is based off what I did in, in you know my medical degree. But um, I think he did his ACL and injured himself, and then he, that's when he fell down and he couldn't couldn't fight the position on the bottom and then it went into the third and then when when um shogun went in for that one two tyson took a step back and his leg gave out was on a bottom again and yeah that's a thing as well people don't get like in a fight like there's so many things that have happened like some things have happened maybe in the round before and then people talking about oh in the third round he should have done this and you're like man he probably had a broken hand by that stage or in his case a torn acl you know really um really like uh stood out to me was um that fight with jake matthews yeah um because i thought i thought jake was fighting really well i thought and, he I, was and, I, was too. Dis- and I was disappointed for him for for the loss because i'm a fan of all the australians you know and um, bisping doesn't think so yeah <laughs> you know did you hear the yeah, thing can, yeah can we can we talk about that can we bring that up why not a shout out to bisping's podcast uh, uh what is it believe you me yeah yeah um yeah no i i um no, I only want the best for the Australian the Australian fighters. I think I, I'm, you know, when I was younger, maybe maybe like I I would have worried about how the different guys were going up in the division and how that would affect me and whatnot. But now I just want the best for everyone. I I don't care about this sort of stuff. Said in his in his thing that Rob will be happy that the that the Australians lost because that would put the spotlight mm. on Rob. Okay, so they weren't stealing the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> so that's. Um, yeah. No, I I just want the best for the Australian boys and and the New Zealand boys and and, and that like the. 
guys fighting out of Australia. Yeah. You know, Australia New Zealand. Are right you, do you count New Zealand as part of Australia? Well, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all... <laughs> We're down here together, right? Come on. <laughs> we're all here at the bottom of the earth together. <laughs> yeah, we're all here right down the bottom together. So it's close enough. You know, New Zealand's closer than Perth. <laughs> it is, eh? For it's us, true, Sydney yes. people. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, but, but what, you know, got sidetracked, but what really stood out for me in that Jake Matthews fight was, um, <clears throat> who, what was the name of the guy he fought? Sorry? Oh, man, I know the guy's name. Because I don't want to butcher this. I'll find it. It's uh, Rocco Martin, but that's not his real... It's Anthony Martin. Anthony Martin. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to call him Rocco because he, he did change his name that night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was that night, but that's his fight name. But every exchange they, they got in, because they, they, they tried to, he tried to go toe-on-toe with, with Jake a few times, uh, came off second best a lot. Yeah, but Jake hit him with a few right hands. Yeah, he, and Jake was loading up with those right hands the whole fight. But you know what really stood out to me was Rocco was was nailing that shin, nailing that shin, and it didn't it didn't affect him in the first, it didn't affect him in the second, but in the third round, when 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 Jake went in to, to try and uh, go for a low or go for a single, his leg actually gave out on him. So it was like an investment. Exactly. You know, he, he chipped away, he chipped away, he chipped away, and then he paid, he paid dividends yeah. in, in the third round. And then when his leg gave out on him, Rocco just jumped straight onto that, that choke. And, you know, yeah. Speaking of fucking leg kicks, see when um, Bam Bam hit JDS. JDS with those calf kicks. Did you see yeah. that? Yep. It was, oh, my it was God. That one big one. JDS was limping the whole rest of the fight. I thought I thought JDS was going to be done. I after did that. as well. I thought Bam Bam looked good. Eh? Looked really good. He looked good. Have you seen Junior's Junior's experience? Maybe hundred percent. Yeah, nah, yeah. I um. Well, you were there. So yeah, what do you think? I think like that 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 calf kick. One. Let me let me just shout out to Bam Bam's legs because they are huge. <laughs> they they are so big. I would not want to get hit with them ever. Like. And JDS took it straight on the shin. And then as soon as you took that big shot, that big... There was one that stood out to me. He was limping for the rest of the fight. Wasn't pushing forward. Wasn't doing any of that. Like, he was just limping. You know, I think, I think another, another shin kick like that from, from um, Bam Bam would have ended the fight. So I'm pretty sure he did damage, like proper damage. Um, two, JDS was fighting smart on the outside. He was waiting for Bam Bam to come in and then just clipping him like a, on kind of like the counter strikes and then getting out. You know, and I, I thought it might might play out like that, because, only because JDS has fought Mark Hunt before, yep. and uh, Bam Bam is similar to Mark Hunt in that like that knockout power, and that that like close mid range mm-hmm. danger, <clears throat> but but more agile. But I, I thought like JDS obviously has to respect his striking, and he'll just fight on the outside like he did with Mark Hunt that time, yep. and. Um, and, and that's exactly what he did. He stayed on the outside. He counterstruck when Bam Bam would go in, and you know a lot of the time when Bam Bam was was going in, he was just, he was cop he was, was copping shots. You know yeah. he was copping shots. I thought Junior looked good. I, I thought, thought he, he did really good. Uh, not just I think body wise and that as well. Sometimes he looks like he has a lot of muscle on, and I think that's when he gets really tired really quick and that that muscle mass. But I thought he looked really good. What do you think about the welcome to country? Um, I think it was. I think it was opened up the 
the world's eyes to it. Do you know what I mean? A little bit. So it was on, uh, what is it, Embedded? Yeah. They had it mm. on there and that. Uh, JDS, he really embraced it and stuff like that. I think it was a really good um, acknowledgement to, to traditional custodians in Australia and, and opened it up for everyone in the world. I think it was a great like insight into Australian culture. I, I definitely think that. Like, good, good on Bam Bam for doing that. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Holloway and Ortega fight? Yeah, that was. That was you crazy. didn't watch it? No, I didn't. Didn't get to watch it. Shame on you, mate. I know, mate. I Shame on you. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. Shame. Congratulations to Shevchenko as well for her win. Yeah. Against Joanna, I can't well. say her name. New belt holder, new champion. Yeah, well, Was that a good fight? Yeah, look, but but Shevchenko's beat her a, a, a few times, I think, as in Muay Thai as amateurs. Yeah. yeah. So and that's kind of how they were going to fight. So that good for them as well but um that fight with uh ortega and holloway holloway has did like they both did a really really good job but um holloway had like laser accuracy hit him with boom 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 like, boom on the he, eye you think he took the took the new record for significant strikes landed oh, really? in a fight and in ufc <laughs> like, like i seen the two, like almost close to 300 significant strikes uh, I've I, I seen the highlights and he, he doesn't load up on anything, does he? It he just, just pitter-patter. And it, yeah, it just c- continues on. Pitter-patter. So pitter-patter pressure. It's like you can't get his timing or something like that. And he just. I, I, was n- I was not expecting that from Holloway, to be honest. Well, what do you think was going to happen? <clears throat> well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know because, because of the, the medical issues that he's had yeah. leading up to it. I didn't know... I didn't know how he was going to come back. If I didn't know how he... the same fighter, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know whether he was going to be the same. And for him to come in and then just dominate like that was... was uh, you know, it was just he's... he From when he, he entered the UFC to now, he's a completely different fighter. He's, he's a, got that crazy uh, Samoan endurance that Samoan, <laughs> you, you Samoans are known for. <laughs> Isn't he Hawaiian? <laughs> yeah, but his background's Samoan. Oh, is he? Yeah, same, same, same as you. Like Come I think on, I think he's got a parent that's Simone. I'm serious. I'm serious. Simone. That's where this cardio comes he, from. You, it's like yours. He, um, <laughs> yeah, because Simone's always winning marathons. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring that up. Yeah. You, you, you know though, he takes shots. He takes big shots and he just walks through them. He just and that's funny because Simone's are not known for their chins. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>, oh. <laughs> oh man. But like he took big shots from Ortega, but he just for every one shot he ate. He offered five in return. I said, thank you, here you go. Here's your change. He's good, man. Holloway said, they're both good. That was a really good fight. I've oh, been yeah. hanging for that fight. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the rumours of him moving up. Moving up and fighting either. DC. <laughs> he said that. He said <laughs> fight DC. Did he really? Yeah. He's been calling DC out. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, who, who would you like to see him at that book fight in lightweight? Uh, F- Ferguson? Oh, Fer- him and Ferguson would be him good. Him and fight Ferguson would be good for uh, A rematch with Connor would be good. Yep. I'm happy for that. Like, that would be good. Um, I'd like to see him fight Khabib, but I think that's a, that's, that's a harder fight. I'd like to see him fight Kevin Lee. I You'd think like Kevin. I think Kevin. Fight Kevin Lee? Or? I'd, I'd like, I like watching Kevin Lee fight, period. Yeah. So. Um, any of them, but yeah. Holloway and Kevin Lee would be a, a cool fight to watch. Yeah. Holloway and McGregor, I want that to happen. Yeah, I think a number two of that would be interesting. Oh, yeah, because McGregor jumped in when he was, was a kid. Yeah. You know, he's, he's come a long way since then. Sure. You know, I, I, um, I want to see that fight. Plus, it's a payday for Holloway, so 
you know, props to him. I want him. Probably deserves a good payday, yeah? Yeah, of course. Good on him. On that big stage. Get more cupcakes. What about the, the same weekend of the Adelaide fight? You had your tough finale, yeah? I thought you would have yes. been over, over there for it. No. Nah. <laughs> no, no. I, um, we used were to doing promotional work here. No, yeah, we, we got. Well, oh, you wouldn't have made it back for Adelaide. No, because we had the we had the, like Adelaide fight card kind of fit in to the media week of the pre-sale for UFC Melbourne, which was announced a couple of weekends ago, which is now sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Australian record. Australian record. One of the uh, Australian records for for fastest selling out. But you can still uh, catch it on pay per view. Yeah. Please. Okay, please. Um, please, please buy a paper. Please buy the paper. I need this. <laughs> I really need it. I need this. No, um, no, yeah, the Melbourne was announced. But yeah, the tough finale did happen. There were a lot of, a lot of fighters from the, the tough series that me, me and what I like to say, Fab's Army went through. So, um, um, and congratulations to Juan. For, uh, for for winning that, uh, you know, winning the show, he uh, I think he's going to make big waves in the UFC. His wrestling is is uh, his wrestling grappling grappling is <laughs> grappling <laughs> grappling is legitimate. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm were very. You, were you pretty confident from the start that he would be there at the end? Yeah, oh, without a doubt. I, I I think they asked me. They said, "Who is who? Who's going to win this show?" Yeah. And I said, "Juan, like." Hands down, he'd have to he'd have to go out of his way and do something stupid for him to lose. Yeah, we yeah. also we had an earlier podcast where Fab you were talking about one of the guys in the in the house was using meditating and that to deal with the with the house and that was uh, yeah. Yes. Juan came in extremely well prepared. He came in like he he'd seen a psychologist. He 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 had a, a whole bunch of different ways of dealing with um, the pressure of the house. Um, meditating uh let me just find what that thing's called uh the coloring in yeah yeah mm. what was it coloring? sports coloring in sort of stuff oh yeah it's not it's got it's got a, oh man i can't it'll come the acronym is dbt that's what it's what it's what um dialectic behavioral therapy and that's uh yeah dial no dialectical behavioral therapy and that's like when um, that, you know they paint and that, and it takes away. Yep. Like you're not you're concentrating on coloring in and not not necessarily on the other stuff that, that's yeah. that's going on. And he had his coloring in books, and he was always going through it and yeah, mm. doing that and everything. So um, he was like really switched on. Like he was really yep. really switched on. Uh, we I remember speaking with him a few times, and like uh, I, I, we we would talk about what you know because you you couldn't have your own reading material in the house so he would order different uh religious books like the quran the bible oh really i think some buddhist stuff um like he, he ordered a whole bunch of different books in to read because because they would only allow religious books yeah they'd only allow religious books and so he you know he was he, he didn't go in there and just sit there and drink and because yep. i think like you know you <coughs> might still win the show if you're a good enough fighter but you know, you've got to keep your head together in there as yeah. well, you know, in the best way that you can. And so he, he, was, he was switched yeah. on. And another big thing was that he came ready. Yeah. Like, he didn't come out of shape, you know, fat, uh, not fit. You know, he was training hard before that. And uh, that, that looks, was... looks super strong. He looks thick. He, you know what I mean? Just he's stronger than he looks. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he, 
He's a monster of yeah. a dude. Like, he's got mung strength. Yeah. Um, also, we, we said <coughs> we were going to do the... We can go backwards and forwards and we can start doing the Q&A now. Yep. But, you know, we don't, there's no actual structure for today. I'd also like to apologise for starting the podcast late. Um, it, this was squarely uh, Eli's fault. Yeah. So um, this just, is what I'm not the tech guy. No, if you certainly. Who watches it says after it, today, you certainly are not. These three buttons, and everyone thinks I'm the tech guy. I'm not. <clears throat> There's a gentleman named Embid, and I'm just going to answer his questions. Is do they read the comments, or have they? Or do they already have questions? We read the comments. And I just read your comment, and I'm answering it. Shout uh, out to your comment. A big shout out to David Burns, who I agree with. People don't bring up how handsome Fab is often enough. Generally, people focus more on my funny shaped head and my overbite. I'm, I'm just surprised that the headset's on properly. This time. It's hard because of the fucking cone head. It's not something that you guys need to go and fucking make fun of. Um, there is... It's hard, man. It's not, it's not easy. Uh, hey, Rob, last episode you mentioned... Hey, Rob, last episode you mentioned you fight lots of Southpaw fighters. Why don't you man up and change your stance to Southpaw from your friend, Beetlejuice? Yeah, all right. Just change up. Done. <clears throat> Just change it. Is, you're changing it straight away, eh? Just done. Is it, is it, is it hard for you to fight Southpaws in, in reality? Or are you more used to it now? <clears throat> no, it's uh, it's it's different. It's different, but um, you know, nothing that a little practice and, and just some small changes can't fix. But it, is it harder for you to adjust back to uh, orthodox? It it depends how much work you've had to had to do. Because like um, for instance, I've I've been fighting a Southpaw fight the last what two years, yeah. three years. Other like, than Jakarta. Other, other than Jakarta, but um, so it was it was uh it was very hard. It's hard to switch back. Was it hard to switch when Romero came out orthodox? Yeah, super hard, super hard. I, I guess because I had closed off that 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 possibility for some reason. You know, um, I shouldn't have. But uh, yeah, I um, it, it was uh, it was that was a, that was one of the trying moments in the in the fight. It was just I didn't I didn't really uh, take it, that into consideration. Uh, Aiden Kovacic, I, I, I didn't say your name properly. Um, how specific and tailored is the training in each respective camp to the skill set of your opponent? Um, yeah, it's, I guess this this would be a better question for you because I, I just I just rock up to the sessions. <laughs> well, you don't always rock up to sessions, mate. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's be honest. That's <laughs> kicking and screaming. You're there at least thirty percent of the time. <laughs> Uh, well, no, but you answered the questions for you, not for me. No, but we we got the we got the the brains of the operation here. I think I think we definitely focus a lot on on the idiosyncrasies of of the particular person you're fighting, but um, we don't spend ages on necessarily. Oh, what if the person does this? There's idiosyncrasies that a person does that we look for. And then we focus on what Rob's going to do in, in, in that fight, not necessarily to counter that, that, that person. Because like, like you saw in the Romero fight, good guy could come out and fight you orthodox, and then he's, it's completely different. But what Romero can't change are the idiosyncrasies 
that that make him Romero. You know, so those things kind of stay the same. So we we try and look at those idiosyncrasies and then figure out how we're going to put our game, how we're going to impose our game on that particular person, as opposed to trying to combat their strengths and whatnot. It's hard because you're not going to find, you know, another Romero or another Gastelum, so to speak. Um, the next one is, do you have any personal routines or practices you engage in to deal with pre-fight nerves or even to simply get you in the zone? Um, <clears throat> I guess the, 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 whole, uh, the whole lead up to the fight is the sort of ritual. You know, I, I, if I would look back and compare them, I do a lot of the similar things. Nothing that stands out to me like I only open doors with my left hand or something like that. But um, I, I just... When I wake up for the fight on, on fight day, that's all I'm focusing on. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm trying to stay limber. I'm just trying to, trying to feel good, you know. That's the day I, I give myself to kind of think about and obsess about the, the fight, you know. Because I, I try not to think about it too much until, until I reach that, that, that day. So no, Susa, can't even get that word out. Um, I'm lost here. Say, say what you got to say. You don't have any rituals that you do at all? A certain pair of shorts you like to wear? Or, no. or certain shoes, socks? No, I, I, don't, I try not to... I don't, I don't leave it to superstitions. I don't leave it to superstitions. I don't leave it to luck. Because um, you know, once, you, once you fall down that rabbit hole, yep. it goes deep. Yeah. You know, and then every little thing, oh, no, I didn't get the smoothie I wanted. And, and with, with, with the fights being in a different country, different state, you can never have the exact same thing every single time you fight. You know, you, you may not sleep well the night before. You just got to... The only thing you can control is ha- what you're doing, what you do. And, you know, that's kind of how I get it, go into fights. Um, Albi, Alb, Alb, Albi, do you think Australia will ever get a bigger amateur wrestling culture? Oh, that's hard. This, this would be a better question for you, Fab. Mate, you cannot deflect. I, why can't I? He's you're, deflected. You're much, you're much more knowledgeable with the with the Australian wrestling no, scene mate, than I am. You, you need to... No, no. No, no but well, what do no. you think? It's not what do I think. It's what do you think. Otherwise, they would have asked uh, Fab. Well, Fab, what do you think? No, but you got to answer. What do you think? Do you think that there'll be? Uh, no. Why is that? I, I, just, I just don't think it's... it's I just don't see it. I, I just don't think... Uh, I just don't think there's a structure for for growth. I don't think there's a foundation for for growth. I don't think I don't th- I don't think to be honest that that they want it to grow. What do you think, Fab? I I have to agree with you to a certain extent. I look at like judo and Brazilian jiu-jitsu and even other other different kind of grappling like competitions that are coming off the side of that that are doing everything right. They're running it properly. They're they're doing, um, you know, they, they, they want the sport to grow and they're, they're competing and I, I, I see it much more organised. I see Australian wrestling was, you know, for, for the most part was in the hands of a few people that wanted to do well, but they just didn't have the admin behind it, the administrational skills behind it for a long time and um, it got left to the wayside, like, really, really badly. I see, uh, I see the Australian-Brazilian jiu-jitsu scene becoming huge I, I see we have some really really good guys coming up making waves in Australian jiu-jitsu we have some really good strong judo guys and it saddens me and makes me sad that that Australian wrestling is not is not you know I think there's a lot of silly infighting for a long 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 time 
and a sport that small can't can't handle the politics and the the silliness um to the point that you know people like that were involved in it have gone to other sports gone to other grappling sports so unfortunately yeah i I don't see it growing i i hope that it does and um be good to see a change but no i don't don't see i see australian jiu-jitsu and judo becoming bigger and stronger and just going from strength to strength um barboza or hooker for any of you guys that's a tough fight I'm, I'm gonna go sorry i can't sorry to, to interrupt but i have daniel hooker winning yeah or guillotine guillotine yes sir second round guillotine really yes sir yeah i, I think i think hooker takes that win um i, I don't know where like I, I think he's he's definitely crafty enough to get a guillotine, but his his stand up game lately has been has has been really on point. Um, I think Barboza's a tough opponent, super tough opponent, super super t- dangerous, but uh, Hooker's on fire. He's he's got a strong skill set and he's doing the right things. Eli, I've liked Barboza for a long time, so I'd like it to see him pull off a spectacular knockout. But I don't know if he's just well rounded enough. So interesting fight. Mm. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Daniel Hooker since that day that he was cutting weight with us in the sauna that time. <laughs> and he looked like he was going to die when he was cutting a featherweight. I don't know how he made featherweight. Like, when he was in the sauna that day, <laughs> I, I honestly thought, fuck, this guy's going to die. And he made the weight and fucking made, it, made himself a fan for life. Because <laughs> yeah, that, that was a big one. Um, what do you think about the UFC selling out he, this person put in eight minutes. I don't know if it was eight minutes, but um, but what do you think about the UFC selling out that quickly? Um, I think it was great. I, I think it's great for Australian mixed martial arts. I think it's great for the sport. I think it's great for the, the mixed, mar- mixed martial artists here in Australia because uh, the more spotlight we can get on the sport itself means that there's, there's just more opportunities and spotlight on the athletes to to do this professionally and to make a living and to be able to provide for themselves you know doing what they love what do you think Eli um yeah it just went so quick like I said I didn't expect it I jumped on in the afternoon thinking there was going to be eggs or seats there was nothing um, <laughs> so Rob I guess you just got to start handing out them thousands of tickets yeah. that the UFC give you the freebies <laughs> Um, how do you think a match with you and Thompson would go if you fought today, or is he just a tough stylistic matchup? Where, which where's the matchup though? Is the matchup a middleweight? I'm gonna say yes because I don't think you make one seventy. Yeah, never make one seventy. Um, yeah, I think I think it's it, I think it's a tough fight. Thompson's a great fighter. His timing and, and striking is phenomenal. But um, I think I can handle it. I would I would handle it differently this time. I think it'd be a different fight than when I fought him in the beginning. Uh, I was I was very inexperienced when I fought him the first time, and I was doing I did a lot of things differently than I, I would do now. So um, I think it'd be a better fight. You know, I don't know if I'll win or lose, but I think it'd be I think I'd give him a better fight this time round. What do you think, Eli? You you going for Thompson? Thompson, you going for Thompson? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Especially him going up a weight. No. Don't think so. But what? maybe the same thing as what Rob said, the experience. You've already fought him once. Um, I think you've grown a lot as a fighter from then, big time. Like mm. The same thing is maybe, as we discussed before, as, um, as when 
Holloway and Connor Ford. Jill Main, he's went leaps and bounds from then. Have you had a loss since that fight? Uh, no. There you go. So pretty much the same on the winning streak. I think. Yeah, I think it would be a different, different outcome. Um, there's a, Tarek, 44. He's 19 years old, six foot, 215 pounds. Wants to start training in MMA and eventually compete. He plays football but doesn't want to play anymore and wants to know what advice you'd give him. And I'm uh, assuming it's about fighting, not <coughs> cooking or, or stuff like that. Um, just just get get into a gym and train. That's 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 where it all starts. You just got to train and um, just got to find a gym. You just got to start. Like just start. Don't worry about competing just yet. Just just focus on training. Focus on getting better. Just focus on doing doing the different arts. I think that's a big thing, eh? With people like they get real carried away with what they have to do, and like the big thing is like just just start training, man. Just yeah. just get in the gym and, and start. Um, how do you stop yourself from, from this is Ryan Duffy, uh, 44, asks, how do you stop yourself from blowing out in, um, in the, from getting fat? How hard is it to not blow out when you're not in training camp? I don't think I have the right to answer this, do I? <laughs> Just, I don't, I don't have the right to answer this, do I? Huh? Well, talk about that, talk about, yeah. What's your poison? What's your weakness? What's nah, I, anything you put on a plate. I don't. I, I can't. I can't give advice on this because almost every time I blow out, like, I try not to. It, it is so hard because um, me in particular, I eat a lot. Like I like eating, and uh, I'm also an emotional eater. So how I'm doing emotionally affects how I'm eating, and um, yeah, like I just I like eating. I like, and then once I once I start that downward slide on, on the on the eating binge I just can't stop like I just I just love it you know um and so how hard is it to to stop it how hard is it to to regain the reins so to speak well super hard like to be honest I don't think I'd be able to do it by myself like if I if without support yeah if I didn't have the support of my team and my coaches like um you know and, and being harsh with me when they need to be harsh and being kind with me when they need to be kind then I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be able to stop the binge. I wouldn't be able to stop the, the blowout because it's 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 too hard. And then for one, as as like for me, I don't even recognise I've fallen down the, the the vortex of of food binging, getting fat, not training. Like I I don't even realise I'm there until I get dragged out of it, and then I'm like, wow, that was close. <laughs> So Weidman, sorry, Eli. Have you had an argument over a Snickers before? Over a Snickers? Never over a Snickers. No, not Snickers. But we've had many chats. <laughs> um, Weidman was on there recently on an interview with Eru Hawani talking about he just blew up to about 108 kilos because he said pounds and I had to work it out, but it's about 108 kilos. That's after the fight, is it? Was it? Just or after this fight with yeah, Jacare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, whilst you didn't get quite to 108, you could get to 108 quite easily if left to your own devices yeah if left to myself and like i i just get fat i get big, big is it fat. quality food or, or is it just anything like it's everything 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 anything that i can eat i eat like I, to the point where like i'm i'm full but then i go to the cupboards and there's nothing in them there's nothing except bread or like crackers and i eat the crackers <laughs> like I, I eat anything i can find in the house like nothing is safe yeah i just 
But it, but it is, it's, it's extremely easy. And you just go eat, 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 and the weight goes up, and then you don't feel like training, etc., etc. Rio Mintz asks, what does Fab teach at TAFE? Eloy, can you talk about the Gracie program? Because you, you did the Gracie program, and now, yeah, so maybe that would be a better answer. <clears throat> Well, but the Gracie program was a, uh, I think you started it last year, wasn't it? No, Early probably two year. years ago now. Two years, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, last year, 2017 was the first year. We were group three, or group two. Okay. Um, so it was just a course that we worked with Aboriginal Pathways, TAFE New South Wales. It's a Cert 3 and 4 in fitness with a, a Gracie um, partnership with Gracie. So we fly in Aboriginal people from all over New South Wales. They come down, it's a block release course. Um, they come down, stay down here, and study their Cert 3 and 4 in fitness, and also do some jiu-jitsu fundamentals. We have people like Rob come in, um, some other guys who work with Rob coaches and that, and yeah, so you teach fitness, Cert 3 yeah. and 4 in fitness, and now the guys who did And the diploma in fitness. Yeah, have well. continued on and done a dual diploma in uh, business and, and fitness, so it continues on, yeah. Um, says mason walker asks fab and rob who's your pick for lee versus ally quinta i'm gonna also add eli to this answer so uh quinta or lee or kevin lee they fought before uh raging r1 yeah um who you got man Al's Al's very good. He's very very good. I think his skill set's legit. I I can't pick to be honest. Like um, yeah, I'm not gonna pick. Sorry about the shit answer, but I think they're very it's they're very closely matched. Um, yeah. Well, how do you think the fight will, could go? <clears throat> what depends? Like they both got the same sort of skill set, don't they? Like the same sort of uh, fight style. I don't know if they've got the same fight style. I think they have similar skill sets. Mm. They're both good wrestlers, both great grapplers, both good boxing. Yeah, I... Who has the better hands, you reckon? What do you think, Eli? I'd say Lee. I think Lee's a little bit more athletic, a little bit more explosive. Yeah, I, I think Al has probably got... I think Al might be cleaner technically, but I think Lee's a bit, bit more, a bit more powerful. Yeah. I think it's a really good clash of styles. Yeah. I, Who I, you got, Eli? Lee. I think yeah, he's athleticism. And he's a big guy, man. I've seen him in, in Vegas. He's a fucking big guy. Yeah. I like them both. Hey, I like them both. I'm, mm. I, I actually, I like them both a lot. I like Kevin Lee's fight style. I really, really do. But I like um. I like Raging Al. He's got, oh, he's got, a, he's got such a fucking cool personality. <laughs> he's so angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, really like that. I really like that he's fucking... Uh, I, I, I don't know, hey, I, either one of them, because I, I can't pick that. I, I would have liked to have picked it. I think, I think Lee. I'm going to go Lee. I think Lee. Um, McDar01 says, I'd ask you, Fab making fun of you Rob and uh, the thing I don't get that one yeah neither do I because Rob deferred to me the, the question oh. twice says the think I'm Mr. Olympia 
says, Fab, how do we get involved with the jiu-jitsu? I'm assuming you mean with the Gracie program. Eloy, how, how would you get involved with the Gracie program, the Aboriginal Pathways? Yeah. When, we're going to run another one in second semester of next year. Yeah. Yep. yep so. so the best, the, probably the best way would either be to send us a, get onto Facebook, find us at Western Sydney Aboriginal Pathways. Um, maybe send us a message on there and we'll try to contact you and put you down for expression of interest. Or you could contact TAFE directly or maybe Gracie directly and they'll be able to give you an email or a phone number and get in contact with us there. Okay, the Scottish King asks, who is the next big star coming out of Australia, not yet in the UFC? Bradley Fulmer. <laughs> okay. It could be Brad. It could be Brad. He's a young kid, trains at our gym. He's 16 years old. Uh, been wrestling, doing jiu-jitsu since he's little, since he's four or five years old. He's had a few amateur boxing fights. He's going to try for Commonwealth Games in boxing. Um, he's, got a, he's got a good pedigree. Could, could yeah. be. He's been living on the mat since he was a boy. Yeah, he's still a boy, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Who do you think, Rob, other than that? Um, well, we've got, we got a bunch of talent in our, in our gym at the moment, like with Jacob and Izzy and David. Like, uh, th- those guys could be in the UFC already, but uh, they're just doing the right things. They're competing in boxing still. They're competing in jiu-jitsu. They're training hard. They're training with me every day. Like, and and they, they, they put it on me every day, you know, um, so we got we got tough guys from the gym coming up now, so uh, yeah, I'd keep I'd keep your eye out for the for the for those guys definitely. Yeah, the other thing is like there's there's a lot of like decent grapplers that like someone I, I don't know that he would or I don't know that you know have no thing, but there's guys like Craig Jones now and Kit Dale and like some really good grapplers in in Australia that that are, that are coming through that um, if they were to want to to transition over would be there'd be a very big handful for anyone and that's just people in that you know from the grappling world or whatnot so i don't know there's always there's enough talent here even in in striking sports we've got a lot of good boxers a lot of good kickboxers as well now but now we've always had a tradition same as new zealand of having very good stand-up people and um i think now with you having your guys like craig jones and that that are making big waves in in jiu-jitsu uh i don't know i think there's going to be some really exciting people coming through in, in australia in the next five ten years or so because we're starting to get world-class grappling guys so um yeah that that's what i think eloy do you know of anyone no, i would have suggested the same guys i think do you know what i mean i think there's a lot of promotions that are doing really well um in australia that are nice and healthy and got plenty of fighters coming through with good records and that I just don't know, do you know what I mean, all personally, but I think all up and down the coast, uh, Melbourne, Western Australia, they've all got a pretty healthy MMA scene. So I think, yeah, like you said, we'll have a lot of fighters going through, through whether it's 1FC or Bellator or UFC, I think, do you know what I mean, we'll have, we'll be strong. And like you said, I think we've always had a strong pedigree of, of stand-up fighters and now that our jiu-jitsu and our grappling and that's getting stronger here, it only makes sense that we're going to have better MMA fighters. Um, what weight do you consider yourself fat at? Like we, oh. when, and my, my, how I would elaborate for me, like actually curiously, is that at what point, which you kind of answered before, but at what point do you go, I'm getting out of shape? 100 kilos. 
That's your your where that, you draw the line. Yeah, that's that's where. Well, ninety eight is like I'm on the border. Like I'm on the fence. <laughs> like yeah. it could it could go either way right now. But then once I hit hundred kegs, like I know that I've gone too far. <laughs> um, Ethan Pitt said, "Do you do you guys watch the Wilder versus Fury fight?" I did not. Did you? I think I remember talking to you. I got yeah. to see the first four rounds, and then the last two. So. I didn't get to watch the whole. I was being a cheapskate and watching. I had. I was watching the UFC and watching it on my mate's live feed on, on the thing, and it went out after the fourth round, and I got to see the last two. But I, I think a draw is a good. Do you know what I mean? Even though everyone's saying that it should have went to um, Fury, I think a draw is a good result for them. Do you know what I mean for heavyweight boxing at the moment? What do you think, Fab? Man, I, I thought Fury was going to win. And then when I watched the fight, I thought Fury won it. Yeah. But then at the same time, when you're watching the the actual, like when you watch it back or whatever, and I, it's hard, man, because people say that, but I don't know with the judges, like to me, I thought Fury won. But then when you're sitting there, I don't, I don't know because like those shots he took, they were massive. I don't know how they scored it necessarily. I don't, I don't really know enough about it, but... Fuck, it was, it was just a good fight, I think, you know? That's, like, that's how come I think it was a good result. A draw, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because hopefully we're only just, we're going to be able to watch it again. So. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought he fucking died. I thought Fury died when he got hit. Um, somebody asked, do you think Tuivasa needs more grappling experience? I think Eli should answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I th- no, I, th- I think we all need more grappling experience. I think I need more grappling experience. Um, yeah, I think I think everyone could do with more grappling experience, not just him. <laughs> is it is it hard for a big guy like him to find other bodies to do a main? I, I don't know. I just I know example, you look at me and you think like I would know. <laughs> but for example, we have Ruben at do a main out here at Smeaton Grange, and sometimes I feel sorry for him because he just doesn't have that big amount of bodies to go 100 percent on does would try not i think yeah but i think i think like what 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 are you going off are you going off the fact that he got he got hit in the chin by dos santos three times in a row got dropped and then dos santos jumped into mount (laughs) then you're then you're dos santos is dropping hammer fists on your face and you're saying oh he's got bad grappling Work on his that, 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 that's what I think as well is a big thing. Like I, I don't know. I like I haven't really seen it. Yeah, I, I haven't really dealt with um, Bam Bam, but I think he wouldn't be the first person that lands on his back after Dos Santos hits him with a left hook, and the grappling doesn't look good. You know, like uh, that's what I think. Uh, Derek asks, curious how Rob originally learned his boxing skills. Has a very interesting style, almost like Roy, jo- Roy Jones. Fuck, that's Ooh. insulting to Roy Jones. Yeah, Low hands, leaping lead uppercuts. Rob's right head kick is super fluid too, super unique. You want to speak on that? So what's the question? Where'd you learn your boxing skills originally, your original boxing skills? Original boxing? Like before I did boxing? I guess it would be your... Yeah, like what's your... your just t- talk about your, your background in, in striking. Yeah, my background in striking comes from uh, Gojuru Karate. So uh, that's, that's kind of where I get my, my attacks, blitz attacks from. Like, it kind of 
that's where my foundations for striking came from. And then obviously working with Justin Fitzgerald and doing my boxing, I've, I've mixed that in well with my boxing and jumping in and stuff like that. And, you know, also I've done a, I've done, did a lot of like that sort of striking with Henry Perez as well, you know, when I was growing up with him. So, um, yeah, just kind of all added together. Um, how much of your striking is instinctual? How much do you think is innate versus how much of it is based off your karate background and all your other striking that you've done? That's me, I'm asking that. Um, to be honest, if I, if I had to really, really tell you, probably like 50-50. Like, um, before I, I did striking, before I did boxing, before I did any of that, I always felt I could win a fight in a scrap. I, I don't know, I don't know why. And um, yeah, I, I, th I think 50-50. Obviously, you can't leave the fifty-fifty at the highest level, <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah, I, I think I think that same with those a lot of those strikers, the high-level ones like Holloway and stuff. Do you guys think Alex Volkanovski will be the next Aussie to fight for a belt? Who's Chad, Chad is fighting yeah. Chad. Good chance, like good chance. He's um, he's 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 top caliber, you know. If he beats Chad, he. He Fuck, he should be up, up there, yeah. yeah. Because and I he can definitely beat Chad. Yeah. I think that they're already on the Chad bandwagon that he's back. I've seen some promotions about, do you know what I mean, saying he's back on the scene. So so all them other guys need to watch out, Max and everyone. So I guess, yeah, he's definitely on the scene. Um, kickboxing was so big years ago, even K1 days. However, MMA has taken over. Why isn't it as mainstream as MMA and not mainly European-based? I'm assuming why do you think K1 is not, or kickboxing is not as big as MMA? That's hard to say, you know, just, MMA is, you know, the fastest growing sport in the world. It's, uh, it's exciting, it's dynamic to watch, and uh, UFC are promoting the absolute hell out of it. Like they're, yeah, they're, they have a good business model. Yeah, they're, 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 they're just pumping it everywhere. So, uh, you know, I think, I think a big thing is marketing. What what do you what do you think? I don't, do you know what I mean? It's the business model they have. I don't know if the the guys in kickboxing or K one have that same business mind that the UFC had and made it what it is. That's how come it's the fastest growing sport. I don't think you can argue with that. And then just MMA in general. I think I heard this morning that one FC have more. They get more viewers for their their events than than UFC because they the whole of Asia is just huge. Do you know what I mean? So they have more viewers for their events then and they're the free yeah they're free eh? like you get the app and then you just watch it on the app yeah. i watch their fights they're good so i think yeah just the, the way they've they've built it up uh ramon villa wants to know the opinion wrestling or bjj like wrestling better than bjj question mark question mark what do you think <clears throat> i don't know <laughs> I, I think i I think a great wrestler can beat a good, good jiu-jitsu guy. A good jiu-jitsu guy or a great jiu-jitsu guy? A great jiu-jitsu guy. In but what? In, in a what? fight? No, in like a grappling match. How? In what yeah. rules? Yeah, like, that's... It, it's happened in Abu Dhabi. Like a lot of high-level wrestlers but, but in winning. But in what rules? But like Abu Dhabi rules? Abu Dhabi rules. I think, I think to me... <clears throat> Depends what you're asking for. Like, is it a, which one's a better base for MMA? Is that the question? Or which one would you just rather do? Or like, I, I, I don't know. 
But I, I do think, like, well, Weidman did very, very well in, in Abu Dhabi, and he was relatively green as a, as a grappler. And he went, I think he went to the final or something with Andre Gaval or quarterfinals or whatever. But um, I think at some point, you, like, you, when you look at, like, the folk style wrestling and, like, people start doing jiu-jitsu, it goes back to being basically catch wrestling, like, jiu-jitsu, grappling. Like, I don't think... I, I don't... From a combat perspective, I think you can't really make that big of a distinction. It has to be, it's grappling. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're going, to, if you're talking about combat, then if you if you're just talking about, um, then otherwise, like the 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 rule sets are going to dictate which one is better. Like, I, I think that that's my opinion. Which one do you enjoy doing more, training more? Uh, both. Both. Yeah, I'm not not leaning any which way. What do you think, Eli? Um. <coughs> I, I, what is it, is it, wasn't that the whole point of the first UFC to sort of say which one was better and the jiu-jitsu guy won? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I think there were there'd be aspects where the wrestler would dominate the the jiu-jitsu guy, but then when it hit the ground and that, it's a totally different story. Um, yeah, it's, it depends on the question. Being a do you mean a more jiu-jitsu guy or a jiu-jitsu guy? I would say jiu-jitsu. Um. Rob, what's your favourite food to eat when you're not in camp or what's the heaviest you've ever weighed? I think I got to about 106, 108. As a, as a welterweight? As a welterweight. Yeah, yeah when you're like, a welterweight. And that's like 245 <coughs> pounds or something. Yeah. When he was a welterweight. 240 <laughs> pounds or something. Yeah. yeah um, and I like Japanese food a lot. I like, I like a lot of that. Like the ramen and udon. Like I love that sort of type of food. But... I like Italian food as well. I like all food. It's like, I'm a glutton. Don't give up. I'm a glutton. Uh, it says he does the camera add 10 pounds or is Gastelum really that fat? <laughs> That's brutal. How, Ryan, come on, mate. He's a, can I say something? Like, Gastelum's a fucking big guy. He's short, but his head's huge. Yeah, he's and he's stocky. And his body's like big, like real big and thick. Yeah, he looks... He's not little. He's like short. Yeah. But he's but he's not. He's actually not little. He's like a real, like if you played rugby league here, he'd be like a, a hooker, like a big hooker. You wiped him in that round. <laughs> You've wiped the floor with him. Yeah. Was that a moral win? Was that? No, I just couldn't lose that. Do you lose? Yeah. Uh, who do you? How good was it to destroy Kelvin in the five-kilometer race? Yeah. He was spewing before the end. Poor guy. Yeah, I think that was more just due to the heat. It was so hot out there. It was like 48 degrees. Like, um, it was it was hot, hot. But it was good in a way because we, we got the money and got everyone got a payday out of it. But um, you know, it was it was there was nothing special in that. Tristan Cannell, who was a guest here on this and runs his own yep. podcast called TK Podcast, please listen to that podcast if you get a chance. Says hello, lads. Hope you're all well. How much time does Rob spend in specific disciplines each week? Yeah, yeah it's kind of scattered across the across the board evenly. So I, I, I do I kind of evenly space out. Every every session has a time slot, and they all add up. Like I do the same amount of jujitsu, wrestling, kickboxing, boxing sessions as any other. Ah, uh, but is it is it specific, or do you, or how much of that is mixed? How much of that is like? Yeah, everything's specific. 
you know, sometimes we mix it if the classes blend into the next one or some like if, if the coaches decide to mix it, they can. But every class is designated as a particular style. Derek, when you were getting ready for Yol or Jacare, what's the mindset when training for a grappler wrestler of that caliber? Your defensive wrestling is extremely good. Is that the focus? Not really. Like we, I, I try to get better at everything across the board. I try to try to get my defensive wrestling better. Just period. Um, and I, I work on my strikes, striking. You know, obviously I tailor it a little bit towards. Like uh, if I don't want to get taken down, I'll make sure that I don't overcommit a lot with the certain strikes. But you know, more or less, it's it's more just about me increasing my skill sets and then going out there and, and, and just putting it together better than I have before. And I think that that's a strategy, but the tactics as well is like, you don't, you know, you're not gonna go out and try and take Jakare down if you can help it, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but you, yeah, you train all of it. Ethan Pitt asks an interesting question. Do you guys feel disrespected by the way some of your fighters talked about Rob's team and training during the Ultimate Fighter? <clears throat> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> like it, it, it is what it is. I, um, I didn't think they were very good trainers, uh, like, um, students, like it's just different. My, my, tr the way I train isn't for everyone. Not everyone mm -hmm. can handle it. And, um, you know, it, it showed, it showed in the house because, um, they wanted to do th different things, but they couldn't do the, They couldn't hit the sessions to begin with. They didn't have the discipline. They didn't have the fortitude. You know, a lot of the time we were do when we were doing cardio, and they were like, oh, it didn't work enough cardio. And a lot of the time when we were working cardio, Fab was beating everyone. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Come on. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with me beating people. No, but like they were supposed to be fight ready. That, that was harsh, mate. No, that was harsh. They were supposed to be fight ready. Like, Fab's a TAFE teacher and he's beating people. Like, and then they're, they're complaining that they want to run cardio. They're like, you don't have cardio. Do, do, do the normal cardio, like try to, try to win that, try to push yourself in that. And you know what, another thing, another thing is like, we have, how, how big was our training slot, two hours? Yeah. We had a two hour training slot, and then people were rocking up for the session an hour in from a massage, or leaving an hour early to go to a massage. Like every session it was something like that. And I was thinking like, you guys are pathetic. I think a big problem with that is like when sometimes people think they're better than what they are like when and when you have someone like like master Sergio there or you know Rob or whatever and man you, you like me personally it's not hard for me to understand that because I, I know that I'm not that good but like people don't really get it like no nah, man like you, you you're not at that level you know and like you might be a black ball or a brown ball or wrestled you know, you wrestled four years in college and then you got a guy that's on the mats that's like Hickson Gracie's hardest match. You know, people say that he was beaten Hickson and there was some controversy to it. Now, if that's true or not, who cares? Like, but then no one's talking, like, no one's talking about you in that caliber. Like, we're talking about a another, like, man, like, not another level above you, like, like, not in the same fucking hemisphere, you know? So... So when he's explaining something to you, you you really don't have an opinion. Like you shouldn't have an opinion, because it's like me talking to a Harvard professor about 
quantum physics. I don't know. I did physics in high school and failed it miserably. So a lot of people don't even understand what that difference is. Like they really don't. Like you've got to be at a certain level, I think, to even, not not question Sergio, but to, to even get what he's saying. Like sometimes when he's explaining stuff to me, I don't need Master Sergio to explain it to me because Duda is way better than me. And Duda's like his son that's like this young kid. And he's way better than me at, to, to, to show me stuff that I, I, I can't even grasp the concepts of what they're doing yet. You know, so as far as me questioning if Master Sergio should be doing something or not, it's like, man, like you, you don't even get it. And then the thing is, sometimes I'll show you something and it's a concept. And then when they show it to you, like you have to practice that and the, the, the position has to mature and you have to learn how to do that position and, and get into it or whatever. And it's the same thing with Justin's showing something and people are like, I learned that in my first month of boxing. But you never executed properly. So Mate, it's, it yeah, it's not just executing. It's also like you jab and you faint, but then you got to know when to jab and when to faint when to faint and when to jab and so on and so forth. And that takes years and years and years and years and years of doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I, I don't think a lot of them, it's not, I'm not personally having a go with it. I'm just saying I don't think a lot of people understand that. I don't think people understand that like Sergio didn't get there because he won a contest. Sergio got, he's a legend because he did jiu-jitsu for nine hours a day, six days a week. You know, like, I think if that had been nice, but I think they were trash. Like I, I think I think you should just shut up and do the training because you're no one. You've done nothing in the sport, and no one will care if you do well or not because you you do nothing. You can't even understand the the, the basic concepts, the basic principles. You complain about things you can't even execute. It's like, yeah, the only place you should be fighting is behind a pub. Um, thoughts on Juan Espino winning the Ultima Fighters. I noticed that on YouTube that he competed in some sort of Spanish wrestling. There's like he's from the Canary Islands, and that's the wrestling that's from from the Canary Islands. Um, what do you think about Juan winning? Uh, I think he's going to do big things in the UFC. I think he's going to be a nightmare for the guys at the top. I, uh, he trains hard. He switched on. He does the right things, and his grappling is 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 like top top tier top tier not to not to mention his physical prowess like he's so strong and you mix that with like good wrestling and good grappling he's he's going to be a nightmare for those 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 guys man if you got the opportunity in the future to move up and fight john jones would you or is the size difference too big no nah, give it a crack why not um i remember when that's going to be the question if you're new zealander or australian but we've answered that too many times what was the hardest fight of your career to date by young pickle um that that second romero fight was was a nightmare of a fight yeah that's probably probably my hardest who wins at the buffet table rob or gastelum probably gastelum (laughs) (laughs) he can eat that guy Dixie Dugan asks, when you're in camp, does someone follow you around and feed you when it's needed and to stop you eating shit? Yeah, I, I, have, I have Justin Fitzgerald follow me around with a, <laughs> with a packed lunch. And whenever I'm hungry, I go, ah, and he just he feeds me, feeds it in. Tristan Cannell asks another question. Uh, 
He says, another question between the three coaches, who is responsible for instructions between rounds? This isn't a question for me. Yeah, another question, who is responsible for instructions between the rounds? Like who gives you instructions between um, the rounds? Alex, Alex and Justin generally um, give, give the instructions. Um, yeah, more or less. So in general, what, what happens is like the closer we get to actual fight, the less my, my role is in Rob's uh, preparation, in, in so, so to speak. Um, and then generally, the closer we get to the fights, the more Alex and Justin take over. And then uh, in the striking department, primarily it's Justin that, that, will, that will give the feedback and Alex will, will speak about the fight and all the grappling. But um, in general, the fight in general is, uh, like I said, we'll generally, we'll say something to Alex and then Alex will say it to Rob so you don't have yeah. three people screaming at once. So both Justin and I will give the, the, our feedback to, to, to Alex. Um, but I, I'm, a lot of the times myself, will, I'll, I'll watch like on the big screen. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll turn around and I'll watch what's happening on the big screen because I want to see what's happening um, in the corner as well. If I can see, if they don't need me in that moment, I'll look up on the screen to see. Sometimes you can see the other fighter and that. Yeah if they're hurt yeah if people you can see if they're hurt or even the interaction that's happening with um with with the corner and uh i'll watch the fight up on the screen as well and then i'll give my feedback to to alex alex will will say what he needs to say to rob and justin will will give his feedback to to, to alex as well but there'll be times where justin will just talk to 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 Rob, yep. you know, so hopefully that answers the questions, Tristan. Uh, Justin from Stand Strong Boxing asks what your thoughts are on him being the handball squash champion. Um, yeah, I think I think he isn't who he who he once was. I think his last his last couple of wins have been really <laughs> scraping the barrel. You know, he uh, as he likes to say, he's under duress, but that's everyone's under duress he's just he's just not all together anymore he's not he's not you know the 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 Wait, tooth hey okay. he's not the he's not who he he's not who he used to be so uh you know I'm <laughs> and like, he crumbles under pressure he crumbles under pressure and 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 i'm just getting better and it's starting to scare him and he's starting to crack up here so uh yeah danger Ken Lamb wants to know, regardless of weight class, who's the most intriguing opponent you would want to test your skills against to prove you are the pound for pound great? Hey, who, regardless oh. of weight class, who would you, who would you like to prove yourself against? Uh, Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse would be a good fight. That'd be a good fight for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Joking, Mighty Mouse. I love you. <laughs> Does he interact on video games and that? Because oh, you're a gamer and he's nah, a gamer. No, we don't, we don't interact on games, but I've met him a bunch of times. Yep. Very, very cool bloke. Very cool bloke. Who you got, Askren or Lawler? I'm thinking Askren. Who you got? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen enough of Askren. I like Robbie Lawler just because of who he is, I guess. But I, I can't have enough of an opinion on that. I haven't seen too much of Ben's fight, so... Uh, Dizzy Dugan wants to know who have you guys got, Silva or Israel? 
I think Israel. I think Israel takes that win, but um, yeah, I think he takes that win. I think he's 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 a really bad matchup for Anderson. What do you think? I think so too. I think he's a young, better version of Anderson. Um, how old's Anderson now? Forty-three or something. Forty-four. Yeah, I just think as, as time. Do you mean maybe you should go fight old Vanderlei or something? Do you mean like stick to Chelson and three? Maybe something like that would be a good fight, but. You know, another thing is there's never been, other than maybe Mark, there might be a few, but nearly all those guys that fought into their 40s with like varying degrees of success, every single one of those guys has at some point, inadvertently or otherwise, popped positive for steroids. There's been, none of them have fought. What's the, what's the layoff Anderson's had now? I don't know. You know it's been I don't know. 16 months, or, well, it's been a fair while, but so I, I think he's just up against it and every aspect of it. Mm. Younger, more hungry, opponent. Uh, when are you hitting the sand dunes again for sprints? Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, yeah, so I, I, I hit the sand dunes up once a week and just to, to work low impact, high cardio sort of work, endurance cardio. It's a, it's a nightmare out there. It's getting hot here in, here in Australia, so it's, a, it's, not, it's not very fun. But uh, we try to hit, get out there once a week. And, and, and get it done. Um, as a as a Maori, do you feel you're part of a wider Polynesian community, or do you feel that's a an overgeneralization? As a Japanese, I feel it's kind of weird to lump three billion people under Asian. <laughs> no, we, um, that's a hard question. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm very proud of my Māori heritage. Um, yeah, and I, I guess I don't really lump myself in the Polynesian crowd. You know, we're kind of very similar in certain ways, in certain aspects. But uh, I don't take offence to it or anything like that. But you all come from the same yeah. people. The language yeah. is very similar. Yeah, we're all not. very similar in some ways. The structure, the bone structure, the cultures. Um, all right, let's wrap it up there. Rob, anything that's coming up for you? Um, so everyone knows I'm fighting Kelvin Gaslam in Melbourne, uh, February February 10. That'll that'll be exciting. That'll be that'll be a very good fight. Um, my birthday's coming up, so <laughs> that's that's very exciting for me. Now just just a lot of training, training over the New Year's. There's another Christmas and New Year's. I, I was going to say that was a, that's been a thing for you, hasn't it? Yeah, over yeah. The Christmas and New Year. Another Christmas and New Year's. I don't get to binge and, and do what I want, but it, it's fun. It's better this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna appreciate what I can and you know just get ready. Um, do you have any questions or anything you'd like? Um, no, just a, I guess. No, thank you. For All today. right, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Peace.